Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Unprotected Sets captures the energy of a live comedy show and brings it directly to your ears. Part stand-up, part interview. You'll get an inside scoop into the tragically funny lives and minds of rising star comics. Real, raw, and funny. It's Unprotected Sets. Okay, y'all ready for your next comic? Yeah. I feel good. No, I feel okay. I feel good. It's like, I, I guess I'm just constantly worried what people think about me, which is horrible for stand-up. But I feel like with stand-up, it's like at least I got a script to go back to. So it, it feels almost easier than a normal conversation because I like know what I'm going to say. And I don't have someone else like throwing me a curveball. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Hannah Dickinson. Let her hear it. <laughs> Thank you. I love this, like a clean wipe down, right? It's like the closest thing I'll get to porn. Uh, I'm fine with it. I'm like, ner- I'm a little nervous. I haven't done stand up in five months. And like under usual circumstances, if someone would be like, do you want to record a half hour without doing stand up for five months? I'd be like, no, like I respect the art, like stand up's an art. But like I've been quarantining with my parents in Virginia for the past five months. So my manager was like, do you want to fly to LA and shoot a half hour? I was like, I will fart in a microphone for 30 minutes. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck. This is not about you. <laughs> this is about being in a hotel room alone. I, uh, yeah, the past five days, because I had to take a test, then quarantine, I've just been masturbating in a residence inn for, yeah, I'm like a dad waiting for custody results. It's good. My parents are pretty wild. Like, my dad is like a, like a frat star, you know, like he still has his paddle hanging in our basement. And like his job at my cousin's wedding was to blow a conch shell. Like he's just like kind of eccentric. And I am, I feel like I'm very I'm much like him. Like we take the same medications. Like we're very, we're very, we're wired the same. <laughs> I've never heard Yeah, we're on the same say. dose of Zoloft, baby. Um, yeah, so I feel like I'm like my dad in the sense of just like the way our brains are, like our anxiety and just like, uh, I'll say things that aren't exactly appropriate for the setting. Like I, sometimes I feel like I can't really read the room. Yeah, this year feels like a gap year. Now it's like 20, we're just like letting go of it. It's fine, we're, but we're, no one's traveling. We're just trying every drug, every, every drug. Yeah, in my parents' basement, I've done so many mushrooms. I'm now friends with every piece of furniture in my house. Do you understand? <laughs> yeah, I've just been with my parents. It's fine. I, uh, 
it's been good. Like, it's, we have a good relationship, but I have a helicopter mom. You know, like, she only lets rich men inside of her. And, uh, I know, my dad hates that joke. But it's like, just make more money. Um, no, she wants me to have a boyfriend so bad, because I'm like 28 and I've never really had a boyfriend. And uh, I told her that this guy was sexually harassing me on Twitter, sending me photos of his dick. And she was like, well, what does he do for a living? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Uh, definitely something illegal, you know, he's got a weapon on him, so. <laughs> Not good. Not to brag, but like I was kind of a loser before quarantine, so this is like kind of my thing. <laughs> uh, I got fired from my job. There was like no pandemic in sight. I just got fired. Uh, just for my attitude, my uh, lack of, I don't know. I worked in a movie theater selling popcorn and like, is that a job as an adult? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, my manager said I had like a bad attitude, but I don't think, I don't mean to have like a bad attitude. I just like don't know how to like be nice. I don't know, like here's the thing, like, Working at a movie theater, like, we know popcorn is expensive. You know what I mean? Like, you know popcorn is expensive. Why do we have to talk about it every time? <laughs> Literally, every dad who comes to the register is like, ah, oh, $15, you're really taking advantage of me. It's like, sir, if I had any say around here, would I be wearing a visor indoors? <laughs> no. So I got fired. I was like, taking a box of M&Ms of Severance. <laughs> it's more than I make in an hour. Anyway. I, I quit drinking a little bit ago. I don't know, like I quit drinking once, yeah. They always speak up, they're like, think, it's, it's like an on and off thing. Like it's like months on and off. I'm like the girl who cried white claw. You know, it's like, mm, sure you are this time. No, it, it's, uh, I don't know if I have a problem, right? Like how do you know if you have a problem? Like the person who clapped, like obviously you also have a problem, but how do you know, right? Like it's like, it's hard. They're like, oh yeah, you have a problem if you drink alone. Well, guess what? I also eat alone. You know, and I orgasm alone. So, do I have a handful of problems or am I self-sufficient? Uh, no, I have a problem for sure. It's for sure a problem. I, I knew like something was wrong when I went to the gynecologist and she's like, well, how many drinks do you have per week? I was like, how is this relevant? You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna open up. And um, no, I told her 15, I told her 15 drinks and she was like, oh my God, that is terrible for your health. That's gonna do long-term damage. You have to cut that in half. And I was like, well, that sucks because I literally just did <laughs> uh, when I lied to you. <laughs> so I don't have a liver anymore. I also just get very sloppy, you know what I mean? Like I kind of lose like every bone in my body and just get like one big one. And uh, yeah, it's not good. My friends told me that's my problem dating. They're like, yeah, you get way too hammered on first dates. And that I will like, no, I'm actually very good at first dates. Like, I only go on first dates, you know? So, like, I fucking have it. Um, I just sleep with guys too quick, you know? Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is that... Is it, waiting for my woos. Uh, no one. Probably not gonna get married. I don't... It's not looking good right now. Um, I would get married, <laughs> if nothing else, to prove the haters wrong. You know what I mean? Like, if I get engaged, mark my words, that ring is going on my middle finger for IG. I'd be like, I fucking told you, Trevor. Got him. <laughs> Who's a nightmare now, Vance? <laughs> uh, yeah. My mom, like, she really wants me to have a boyfriend, but I think she's given up on me getting married in her lifetime. Uh, she, cause growing up, all she talked about was me getting married and like this wedding fund she had, right? She would like come home from work and have a bonus. She's like, I'll add it to your wedding fund. I'll add it to your wedding fund, wedding fund, blah, blah. And then three years ago, she just stopped saying that. 
And then two years ago, she bought a boat. So, <laughs> pretty sure I'm out. I did almost get married once. Uh, I lived in Los Angeles. I, I went here for school, and I was friends with this guy who was an actor, but he was from Canada, and he was gonna be deported because his visa was up, and he was like, I can't like not be an actor. I need to marry someone. And I agreed to marry him because he was tall, and uh, I was like in it. I was like, let's go to Vegas, we got this. And then he chose to get deported. Do you understand? Like, rather than marry me, he just gave up on his dream. I was like, I guess this is it for me. Don't know. Pre-quarantine, I was like trying, me and my friends, we had a tactic, like, because I would still go to bars and not drink. I would just be like, you know, make an effort to meet someone. It was like, I'm going to do this. And uh, my friends and I, we had like a way of meeting guys, which is like, we have a very hot friend and like, all of us are fine, attractive, whatever, but she's like so hot, you know what I mean? Like she goes to Greece for hand jobs hot. Like she's never paid rent in her life. Like she just like gets paid for by a dude named Frank. Like she's just beautiful. But the key to the equation is she's like the worst person in the world. Like she's just like rude, loud, judgmental. Her name's Heather, you got it. Um, but she's the bait of the group. Ladies, the bait, the girl you send into the bar first the guy's flock realizes she sucks, and then the personality rolls deep, you know? <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, that's how I get them. <laughs> mm, just kidding, couldn't keep them? <laughs> hey, y'all, it's them. It's Jaden. It's Carly Hansen. It's Oliver Tree. What's going on? It's Ian Dior, and we all know Valentine's Day is the most romantic time of the year. Whatever. <laughs> My friends and I are about to turn the whole holiday upside down in our new scripted holiday series, Valentine's Day in Hell. First we spent Halloween in Hell. Now, you're invited to be a part of the next musical podcast from our In Hell series. This time around, the devil is playing games with all of our hearts trying to ruin our Valentine's Day plans by dragging us down to the depths of hell. In each episode, you're going to hear new original music from artists like Ian Dior, Jaden, Carly Hansen, and me, Fat. Tune into the Valentine's Day in Hell comedy horror musical podcast. Subscribe for full episodes, bonus material, and original music. This February, check out Valentine's Day in Hell. Brought to you by Audio Up and Podcast One. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts hey how'd it do y'all i'm uncle drank star of the ballad of uncle drank it is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me fictional golf and western country music pioneer uncle drank the series also stars luke wilson brian kelly chelsea lynn kinky friedman and billy zane as a talking blender named blendy you can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. I get really bad, like, panic attacks in a weird way. Like, I also think of death a lot, and, like, the idea of, like, nothingness, like, gives me... I can just, like, fully go into a panic attack. And I always feel that, like that as a comic. Like, I feel like I'm, like, always, like, not saying the right thing, or, like, I'm awkward, or when I meet first meet people, they think I don't like them sometimes, because I'm just, like, I'm, like... I'm not shy, but I can be when I first meet someone. I'm tr and then that's what I'm working on with my therapist too, is like not caring what people think. But that's fucking hard. I, yeah, I just gotta focus on uh, finding a dude. But I, I, I'm worried on like the issue because I'm like, you know, I feel like a very strong, confident woman, you know. And then I like enter 
a romantic relationship and I approach it like I approach a shower head I'm not familiar with, I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, it's like, I know there's on, off, hot and cold, but like, what is this modern bullshit? I don't know what I'm doing. And I, I constantly think about that. I'm like, is it me? Is it me? Is it me? And I told my therapist and she was like, well, that's a waste of time for you to worry if you're the problem because like, you're definitely the problem. <laughs> you know, like, stop worrying about it. Which is like very painful for someone I'm paying to make me feel better. You know what I mean? I'm like, you're supposed to be my one fucking ally, Carol. Um, she says my expectations for men are too high. She's like, even for yourself, they're too high. She was like, Hannah, you need to remember, you're never gonna be like the richest person in the room, you're never gonna be the smartest person in the room, and you're never gonna be the best looking person in the room. And I was like, hold up, like, there are only two people in this room, you know? <laughs> so like, what the fuck are you trying to say? You don't have a neck, Carol. <laughs> like, you're not hotter than me, okay? That's how I lost my therapist. <laughs> Got fired from her too. My therapist thinks I hate myself because of the way I talk about myself. She wrote down every negative thing I said about myself. I, I just say mean, like, I'm like, I'm a dumb bitch. Like, I fell for that thing or, you know, and I feel like I always put it back on myself. Like, um, what did I do wrong? Especially, especially in relationships. I'm like, how did I do that wrong? Like, why did that guy not call me? Um, and I'm always putting it back on myself. And then, so my therapist is trying to be like, it's, you gotta like, it's not. Give yourself a break. Yeah. I, uh, I think the real problem is I, I fell in love, like, 2019. That was, like, my COVID. I don't know if anyone else has... Sorry, that feels insensitive. But if you've had your heart broken, man, it is, like... It feels like heroin, you know? Like, you like losing it. But at least, like, with heroin, you can, like, suck a dick for it. You know? It's, like... Uh, I don't know. I was, like, heartbroken. I don't... I told... So, how do you know if you're in love? Like, are you guys in love? What is it, guys? Yes or no? Love or not? Do you feel it? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, are you guys in love? Yeah. yeah. See, that's that's what you got. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> and how do you know? Yeah, this is. I mean, relax. Okay, I'm still upset. But like, how how do you know if you're in love? Um, you know, you know. I hate, fucking hate that. That's how I think it's fake. You you've cried a lot together. Yeah. I've done that with like a lot of dogs. You know, it doesn't mean I'm gonna like sleep with them. You love dogs? Yeah, I guess you do love dogs, but not in that. Okay. Uh, that's that's why I'm like it's confusing because it's like oh it's a feeling you just know you just know I'm like okay a feeling like so is a headache you know it's like I don't that that could be anything, and uh, but I thought I'd love my best friend so I um I told him, and he did not feel the same way. Um, but he still had sex with me, you know, because, like, that's what friends are for. And <laughs> immediately after, he was like, you know, I could just never, like, see you as my girlfriend, which was, like, very hard for me to hear just because he wears a retainer full time, you know, so, like, I couldn't hear what he was saying. Like, and I was like, okay, like, I got to get over this, right? I got to figure out something else. And uh, my friends were like, oh, you should just hook up with someone hot. Like, that's what you should do. And I just, like, don't like hooking up with hot guys. I don't know. It's like, I don't like to put effort into anything I do. You know, like, I failed ceramics in college. Like, it's just, like, I don't... I've been kicked out of a threesome for lack of effort. Like, it's just not my thing. Um, but this was about the W, so I was like, all right, I'm going to hook up with someone hot. And I did. I hooked up with, like, the hottest guy. He had one chin. <laughs> Okay. Uh, unbelievable. I was so nervous. Uh, I was just like, 
yeah, I was just really nervous. So I was just trying to like do my thing, which is like lay there, not speak. And um, it was going great. It was going fine. And then out of nowhere, I swear to God, the psychopath, he just starts choking me. And he goes, I'm going to murder you. So naturally, like I threw him off of me, you know, because like I came. <laughs> I was like, Pass me your vape, I'm done. <laughs> I feel like I lost that area back there. <laughs> No, it was it, after that. It was good. I, I was like, it was like kind of a downward spiral. I don't know if anyone's ever. I'm out of it, so like we're fine. But like you know, you you like go through heartbreak. I went through it too late. Like I was doing like immature things. What happened was after I hooked up with the hot guy who murdered me almost. So I was like, maybe I can't read relationships. I was very confused. I was like, maybe I don't know. Because I was like sure he was going to be like, I love you too. I thought it was going to be like a rom-com moment. And then it like wasn't. And I was like, wait, what? Uh, and so I was like, maybe I just like don't know. Like relationships. Maybe I don't like him. Maybe I don't even like men. You know, like I am sexually attracted to women. I think like, I don't know. Like I've masturbated so many Calvin Klein ads. I don't, I, it's hard to tell. And it's like, the only thing I, I, I don't really want to like go down on a woman. But I also hate sucking dick. Like, no one likes that. You know what I mean? Like, and I am a mouth breather. Like, I have a full deviated septum. So, like, for me, it's not even like a blowjob. It is a suicide mission, okay? <laughs> and, like, I do it enough. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it. I'm going to hook up with a woman. And uh, I did. I hooked up with a woman. And my friends were so excited because they were like, thought they figured me out. They were like, well, did you feel gay? Like, did you feel gay? And I was like, I don't, that's so, what a, no, I didn't feel gay going down on her, but like, I felt a little gay when she fist bumped me after. <laughs> like, oh, shit, I'm gay. <laughs> hey, this is Adam Carolla. Let me tell you about my podcast. We do it uh, every single day, so you can subscribe, and there'll always be a fresh one waiting for you. It's about two hours of, uh, topics, topical topics, and news, and guests, and uh, comedians, and of course my own vitriolic take on uh, just about everything that's going on in the world. Plus, um, we get a lot of really interesting, uh, notable people who come in. We'll get politicians, we'll get uh, tastemakers, we'll get stand-ups, we'll get uh, authors, we'll get... Uh, Pundits will get, uh, what I say? Well, I think about covers it all. Celebrities as well. And uh, we'll do some really interesting interviews with them. You can get The Adam Carolla Show wherever you download your podcast. Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me fictional golf and western country music pioneer uncle drank the series also stars luke wilson brian kelly chelsea lynn kinky friedman and billy zane as a talking blender named blendy you can find the ballad of uncle drank on sirius xm pandora stitcher or wherever you get your podcast yeah i i feel good about stand-up like i feel like that's one thing I have of like, I've always wanted to perform and I grew up doing plays and stuff and I've always been a performer. And I think I never really thought of stand up cause like women didn't, I don't know. There was like Sarah Silverman and Joan Rivers but I just didn't really like watch stand up that much. I did improv before stand up cause I thought I wanted to be like Molly Shannon. That's who I thought I wanted to be growing up. And then I was so bad at improv because I just like, I need to be prepared for something. 
And so I did an improv show as a class show. My parents and brother were there and they were the only audience members. And I'm just like, in improv, you're supposed to like stand on a line and like go in. Wait, there was nobody else in the audience? No. <laughs> it was just my parents and my brother. It was like one of those things where like, I just sucked the air out of the room. There was no air in the room, but I somehow sucked it out. And I just look out in the audience, my brother's just like, <laughs> the rest of the show. Like he doesn't ever bring his head back up. And then afterwards, my parents, they take me out to a very nice lunch and they were like, you like eating out, right? Do you ever want to eat out as an adult? Because improv is not going to make that happen. I afterwards, <laughs> I got my nipple pierced, which is like never like an upper, you know? <laughs> no one's ever like, oh, like got into grad school, finished a book, you know? <laughs> for like a celebration, it's a full cry for help. And uh, my friends didn't give a shit. They were like, okay, why did you only get one nipple? That was their main concern. I'm like, okay, why does it have to be all three? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I also got relax written on my wrist. That's how you know I'm not relaxed, right? This just tells waiters I'm gonna be difficult. Like, I'm sending something back. You know what I mean? <laughs> and every, every show, like, there's always one girl, right, who has Believe or, like, Serenity. One girl at a show had cunt written in her lip. I was like, it's all the same thing. It's just like a friendly reminder to take her medication, <laughs> you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I, uh, the next bit I'm doing, I recently, in uh, right before we got into quarantine, uh, I'm nervous to talk about it, because it was, it was a very scary time. I, I had a herpes scare right before we got into quarantine. And what happened was the doctor, he told me that I had herpes and I was really scared. <laughs> you know, um, I have herpes. <laughs> it's okay, like I feel like it's an like I, you know what I mean? Like I haven't gotten COVID. I've never even had HPV, but I fucking got herpes. And I was like, that's, and it was like a sad for me. I was like a very sad moment. I was like, maybe I'll become a nun now. Like that was my plan, but like, I don't look great in hats, so it wasn't that. Um, and I don't want people to get weird, because like one in three people have it. Raise your hand if you have herpes. Come on. One in three, baby. Someone here has it. You guys are fucking liars. That's all I'm saying. You guys are fucking liars. And if anything, I might have herpes, but I'm also an honest person, okay? And that's what I'm going to be remembered by. It's, yeah, it's a bad stigma, I know. And you guys are like, yeah, we've heard you talk about sex for 30 minutes. Like, we were waiting for herpes, you know, finally. <laughs> And that's what's fucked up about it. Like, I didn't even get it. Like, people are like, oh, did you just have, like, a one-night stand in Atlantic City? It's like, no, I walked away from that guy fine. You know, that's not... That was not the issue. Like, believing the stigma of herpes is how I got herpes. Because the guy who gave it to me, he drives a Subaru. You know what I mean? Like, he's Mormon. He wears the sneakers with the toes cut out. Like, yeah, like, that's not a herpes demo. You know? <laughs> And what happened, it was an accident. Like, we were dating, and we were dating, we were using condoms, and then we took it to the next level. We weren't using condoms. And uh, he just was like, did the guy thing, right? Like, fly. And uh, so I got it. So when I had herpes, my therapist was like, whew, this is a setback. I called the suicide hotline number, and I told the woman I had herpes, and she was like, whew, yeah, tough. And I was like, did I call the right number? Like, <laughs> I, it's like the first thing. I'm like, I have herpes. They're like, what's your name? <laughs> I feel like if I don't talk about it, it's like giving into the stigma in a way of like, I'm so ashamed by it that like, I feel like I should talk about it. I don't know how to explain it. Like if I don't, if I don't talk about it, then I think it's actually disgusting. I just wish that 
um, there was a Sex in the City episode to prepare me for it. That's it. <laughs> like, out of all those four bitches, out of all the dudes they fucked, one of them should have gotten herpes. <laughs> like, I know I'm not the only one in this fucking quad with herpes, people. Okay. <laughs> and I, have, I do have a theory that... Uh, a writer pitched like, we should give the slutty one, Samantha, we should give her herpes. And then a producer was like, no, that's like way too depressing. Let's just give her cancer. So I'm like, I stay up all night and then I go to the gynecologist and I'm wearing the shirt I wore to bed, which is a shirt I bought in Miami that says side bitch. So I'm at the gynecologist in a side bitch shirt, like truly not even noticing I have a sweatshirt, I take off my sweatshirt and she's like, yeah, that's herpes. And I like look down and I'm like, oh my God, I'm wearing fucking, like I am start crying and I'm wearing a side bitch shirt and the gynecologist is like, yeah, it happens all the time. I don't know what you want me to say. Like it was just like, and <laughs> how depressing is that? It's actually not like finding out I had herpes was not the worst gynecologist visit I've ever had. And uh, I, I went to USC. I don't know if any of you guys, USC, you in? Hell yeah, did you see the gynecologist? Dude, that dude's fucking sketch. Um, I saw this guy from my first pap smear, and, like, I thought it was weird, you know? Like, he said, yeah, right? Yeah, he was very creepy. And I told my friends, I was like, he was so weird. And they were like, yeah, pap smears suck. And I was like, okay. And then, like, went on with my life. And then uh, years went by. And then, like, two years ago, I read this article that he's been molesting girls since 1989. And the school just, like, covered it up. So I called the school just to make a report, not even to like press charges or whatever, just to support other victims. And there was a man on the helpline and he was like, well, how do you know you were molested? <laughs> what guys, what? I was like, how do I know I was molested? Maybe because I'm a woman and I've had like a million pap smears since and that's the only one that felt great. <laughs> So I think stand-up is like, it's like at least I can like talk about it in a way that makes people laugh, I guess, and not just like sit in it and just like know that I, you know, cause it's like if, if a relationship fails or something bad happens, it's like you just have, it's a way of coping with it. y'all i'm uncle drank star of the ballad of uncle drank it is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me fictional golf and western country music pioneer uncle drank the series also stars luke wilson brian kelly chelsea lynn kinky friedman and billy zane as a talking blender named blendy you can find the ballad of uncle drank on sirius xm pandora stitcher or wherever you get your podcast